Hi, and welcome to the My Bloody Website podcast, where we talk about all things online, especially for small and medium business owners and marketers. I'm Daryl King. I've been running my web agency for 25 plus years. My co-host, Ed Pelgan, has been running his online marketing agency for just as long. Our goal is to cover things in a way anyone can understand and can improve how they use online in their business. We're about to do episode 34. It is the 5th of July, 2018. And this topic is, do you respect the effort it takes? How are you going, Ed? I'm going great, Darren. How about yourself, mate? I'm going excellent. So to our US listeners, yesterday was Independence Day, 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Um, like to keep in theme a little bit. You know, when... Uh, when countries go through things like revolutions and independence and all these sorts of things, there's a hell of a lot of effort from a whole hell of a lot of people that is involved to turn events around. And that leads to our topic of, you know, how much effort does it take to do something well? How much effort does it take to get success? And that's kind of where we want to go today. So, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, where did this start for you? Why is this topic so close to your heart today? Well, um, a lot of times when doing project scoping, uh, it could be for a website, it could be for software, uh, anyone that works in requirements side of the business, you know, business analysis, I often meet stakeholders that need something snappy, right? Oh, I want it next week. Oh, we've got a deadline. We've got this. And there's a real lack of respect for the effort that goes into getting something done right. And once people go through that process, I think they get a bit of appreciation. And, it, and it's not exclusive to software development or website development or anything else. I think you'd see it in you know, SEO campaigns and everything else. But there's, a, uh, there's two sides to it. One, engaging people to do it with you. But the other part is if you're going to do it yourself. Like, you know, and ultimately, everyone's responsible for their business. So that, that's where it's coming from me is that um, I'm, I see it a lot where people kind of go, oh, I didn't think it would take so long or really it'll take that long or, uh, or they just stop. So they start with good intentions. They just think, oh, let's just get on with it. We'll do it as we're building it or things like that. Mm. What about you? Do you get that, that experience? Yeah. I mean, I mean, most, 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 I guess most people in our space will see this uh, come through in terms of pricing and they'll go, oh, shit, I've only got this much of a budget. And, and it's like, well, haven't I, haven't I discussed how much effort it's going to take to do this, which translates to hours, right? So there's that issue as well. But despite that, I see people all the time um, just not respecting the commitment and the effort that it takes to do anything, right? Um, and, yeah. And yeah, and it, yeah. That, I mean, that's a really good point. And if you use the analogy of getting fit or losing weight, um, my favorite expression around it is, you know, I didn't put on the 10 kilos in a week. That's right. right. It grew on me over time. You know, I invested in putting on that weight over you know, by eating certain things. Your body just doesn't go, you know what, you splurged this weekend. I know you had three Big Macs and a couple of beers and all the rest of it. We're going to dump five kilos of that straight on. It doesn't work that way. It can process. It's the consistent ongoing stuff. What, yeah, what's... And, What's your saying? What's your saying? Give us your saying. <laughs> Success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day, while failure is a, simply a few errors in judgment repeated every day. That's right. Yeah, it's a little bit of a, not quite, you know, it's there, but, but it's the same thing. You know, to lose weight, you have to be consistent and persistent and, and do it It'll, to get fitter. You know, if you want to lift more weight, whatever, whatever it might be, you want to ride a longer distance. And the, the same thing's true. If you wanted to do SEO really well yourself, right, you... There's tactics and there's strategies, but before all of that comes knowledge. 
Mm. Isn't it? Like, like if, if you started ground zero today, I've got a website or I want to build a website and I've got no idea how to do search engine optimization for it. And I don't have a budget to, to pay people to do it. You can't start doing it without acquiring knowledge. That's right. That's right. So the first thing you've got to do is put time into acquiring knowledge and then having acquired the knowledge, you might then appreciate how much effort the tactics take. Right, and and so the same thing is true. Like I, I, I can often hear it. Um, I had a case of uh, someone building software, and they they'd come to me because the project wasn't going great, and they had confusion with the development team about what the outcomes they were going to get, and things just weren't working the way they want. And all of the discussions and deliberations around this were. You know, there's some mock-ups, very simple that the client done, and lots of verbal conversations. There was no overarching document set. Now, when I looked at it and I worked out, I looked at two sections of it, and I think I came up with nearly 40 or 50 hours of spec work to answer all the questions I would look at. You know, because there were some, there, there were some things that had like four screens, but the underlying thing it was doing was actually really, really complex. Right, like it was like, you know, and and people don't realise how much effort they just see the output. Oh, look, see that beautiful acreage. It's mowed. It looks lovely. I want acreage, right? Yeah. I want a big, oh massive green frontage with trees, right? But they're not there after the winds come, and there's twigs and branches everywhere and crap. Or when it's overgrown, and they got to sit on the right on mower for four hours. Like so, everyone sees the output and the outcome that they want, oh, that software, it can't be that hard. It's just some screens. I can mock them up, but they don't understand the database technology. No. All the logic you've got to talk about and debate. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, the classic example we were, talk- we were talking about yesterday on that website, Clients from Hell, was where the guy goes, he walks in and fixes his computer up, right? And, and it's, it's almost a cliche. Everyone knows this story, right? The guy's got a broken computer or whatever it is, big problem, you know, and, it's, and the guy says, it's going to cost you this much to fix it. The guy walks in, looks at it, and he sees the problem and it takes him two minutes to fix. The guy goes, oh, fuck, I'm not going to pay you for that. You, it only took you just a second. It's like, well, it took him years to know, to figure out all this stuff to be able to, to do that, right? I mean, and that's, that's right. Well, there, there's, a funny, there's a funny kind of story <coughs> around that about, you know what a drag line is? The big yeah. mining drag lines that do stuff. And so when, when they're operating, you know, they, they're working at, you know, say a cost of $100,000 an hour to run this thing, right? And the production it makes is, you know, it's producing stuff that turns into a million bucks now, whatever it might be. So when the drag line has a problem, the whole thing stops. All these guys are offline, machinery's offline. It's a big problem. So they fly in the expert. Expert walks in, asks them seven questions, walks around it, walks up to the side of this big machine and gets out a big wrench and smacks the side of this machine, push the button, the whole thing fires up again. And then there's this there's, uh, uh, invoice comes and it's, uh, it's got you know, two line entries. So one, hitting the machine, making it work again, you know, $153. Well, no, I say $100. And it says on item two, knowing where to hit, you know, $9,900, right? Like, and that's, that's the thing, right? And I wonder, like, I mean, it's interesting because, is it, is it because the because and 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 this goes for when we're talking about um, not respecting the effort it's going to take for you to do something as well as not respecting the effort that it's going to take someone else to do something. Does is it come from a place of ignorance? I don't know because I, I've got a classic story to tell you. I 
myself and another guy, a paid traffic guy, he said, dude, we've got to go in and quote on this job and I need you to come because we're going to talk SEO. And I said, all right, where is it? And it's in the hinterlands up here. It's, it's, a, it's a dairy. I won't name the dairy. <laughs> but we drove. He drove up from Brisbane to the Sunshine Coast and we drove up and we, we met the principals. And it was the funniest thing because we sat down, we walked through, did a tour of the business, talked, and the guy sat us down and said, you know, I, I don't really believe in this online marketing stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to set you a test budget. I'm going to give you 300 bucks, 300 bucks to spend for me and prove to me that this works. And then I said, what each? And he said, no, for the both of you. So, so just put that in perspective. The guy next to me, his average hourly rate that he charges was $200. And, already and, driven for two hours just to get and we've driven up and I looked at the guy and I said, did you not, I mean, I, I was shocked because I mean, here's a guy running a multi-million dollar business and he, he understands the effort that's required to raise a cow and to get milk out of the damn thing. Um, did he really think? Well, yeah. I, I don't know if ignorance is the right word. I think in some instances, it felt really low bully. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I know we're probably going to have some topics coming up when we talk about budget, but but the the effort thing is uh, a lot of us just don't appreciate it. But there, there's a uh, ignorance, arrogance. I don't think any of them really come into play. I think it's just the fact that we don't know, and we a lot of people aren't expending the effort to understand. What's and mean? and you know, there's a lot of culture that talks about you know beat people down, do this, whatever. You know, it's all about you winning. All of those things are just wrong mindsets. It's understanding that, um, well, you know, we've, I heard it for years, you know, well, my brother's neighbor's son can do web, you know, they've done it and blah, blah. And you see the outcomes, right? You see the value of experience, but you also get, oh, you know, I don't like it because it's got no content on it and it's got no rest. I said, well, what did you think the 15-year-old guy was going to do? Oh what, write your content for you as well and you gave them like 30 bucks for the whole site. Like it just doesn't work. So a lot of it is just not thinking through, you know, and, and we live in great times. We don't have to think about how a jug of milk turns up in our fridge apart from well, we, how we think about it is, oh, I've got to go out this weekend and buy some milk. I've got to go and do the groceries. We don't, we're not yeah. connected every day to these awesome outcomes. And yet none of us sit here and go, you know, this great laptop and these, you know, the screens and the microphone, all of these things are put together. We just take them for granted. The smartphones, we don't live in hard times. We don't live in times where we're hands-on. We all live in, you know, you've got the white collar on today. We live in uh, white collar worlds, a lot of us. You know, even blue collar to a degree, like if you're in higher up, they tend to see it. You know, if you're building a building, you know the effort, you know the problems. But in the in the office, you know, the architect has experience, he gets it, but the client goes, well, why are these big problems, you know? You, you think about when pool builders go to build a pool and a lot of them, you know, they'll quote for the pool and all the rest of it and there'll be these caveats in there that says, but we don't include additional costs for hit and rock or other problems because they can't see what's in the ground. So yeah. they can't do it. So once you start doing it and they hit rock, you know, it's going to be another week of smashing through this with machinery and all the cost extras. The person gets all uptight about it. It's like it was in the clause. You know, there was always a chance. The only way for you to mitigate that is for you to dig down there yourself and see if there's any rock. Well, yeah. you, you didn't want to do that effort. So people, people like the positive outcome 
they don't like to think about worst case because we're all hopeful. You know, that it'll always be positive. Whereas if you go, you know what, this might take longer than I expect. This might have more problems. Then, you know, you can only be pleasantly surprised. Mm. But, but I think with software and websites and all these other intangibles, it's all hidden and it's all smoke and mirrors to most people because they don't Excellent. get the technology. So they don't have a benchmark. Like, you know, like if you've ever done DIY at home it's, it's and you go, that was so hard uh, and I was so bad at it, I don't want to do it. I want the builder to come in or a carpenter yeah. to come in and fix that thing for me. But, uh, you know, whereas I think the people that have done it themselves, that have struggled through it a few times and going, you know what? Like from my perspective, those are the clients that never question me about effort, right? They don't come back and say, well, you know, 3.25 hours to do that thing. You know, well, that's what it took my team. Like we, you know, that's what we build to do it, right? They they go, hey, I've spent four nights up late when I needed to focus on my business, my family, you know, and and they, so I think that's probably the problem because 90 odd plus percent of people don't do it themselves. Yeah. I guess in our space too, um, one thing looks like another thing at the, no, at the end of the day, it's a digital product and digital output, right? Whereas one may work and one may not work and they don't recognize the amount of effort too. So yeah, I guess so. I guess it's incumbent on people, not just us, but any, any customers to try to educate people. Why? Like if, 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 if I went into a pitch off quote and I've got someone selling SEO for 300 bucks and I say, geez, that's like two, two and a half hours of the team, right? It's what can we do for that? And then it's, I guess it's incumbent on me to try to educate them and say, look, this is why that's an unreasonable price for our time or, or the effort required to get you a good yeah. result. Right. Um, because X, Y, Z, right. You know I mean, you're, you're going to get in trouble. It's going to, whatever, what it is. So maybe that, that is, that's one of the things I need to, do I need to educate them so that well, they do respect the time? The, the two sides of the coin, the person that's on the other end needs to understand they have, they're obliged to get an idea too, but, I think there's another problem too that quite often people, it's easy to sell packages. When you look at marketing stuff, we talked about in last week's episode about, you know, the reality check on just doing what someone else does. It's much easier to follow the path of selling a package Mm -mm. than selling an hourly rate because we all want to, we all have a budget. Everyone has a budget, even if it's a large budget. And so you need to know, is it going to blow out, right? So if I just give you an hourly rate, you go, yeah, but how long is that going to take? And that, and some tasks is difficult. Others is like, well, we're going to do three hours of X this month. That's what's going to take. So when you sell a package price, someone says, all they're looking at is, do I see the value in the number rather than selling it as time? So even when we sell or, you know, we put together packages, like this is the total cost on a website. Invariably, there's a breakdown of project management, testing, design phase, programming phase, things like that uh, mm. for larger projects so that people get a sense of, oh, because, yeah, there are limits to these things. But I think it's, um, you'd see it even in, in copywriting, it Yep. That um, people go, oh, I'm going to do a blog, but they don't respect the time it's going to take or I'm going to record videos or whatever it might be. If we're going to do, if we're going to produce content marketing and they go, well, okay, I want you to do an article a month for me. Like good copywriting is about research, you know, drafting the copy, checking it meets its goals, getting it, you know, in theory edited and checked and all the rest of it. A lot of people don't do that. Then they wonder why they're not getting results. It's interesting. I I wonder whether some of the issue too is um, 
incorrect expectations. You know, everyone, ex- like we see all these gurus doing things and getting a result and we think, oh shit, if I just do this, I want the result straight away. Hmm. Um, they expect, they want, they expect too much too soon. Yeah, I'm going off track. Well, I think it all just comes down to it. It's a little bit like, yes, people can do a better job of educating it. Now, the, the trick is if you're in an agency's mindset or a freelancer, you have to be prepared to say, no, I won't do that work for you for that price. And that's where it gets tricky because some clients will always find something will do, someone that will do it for the price they want. Correct. And it doesn't mean they get a good result. Um, you know, a red flag for me is someone that's been through five different people. Yeah, they're all useless. They all don't do what I want them to do. You know, then in my mind, I hear that phrase, you know, you know, <laughs> you, know you keep tripping up over the same thing. You know, maybe you need to look in the mirror, right? Maybe it's <laughs> you, not them, right? If you keep getting the same problem. So I think there's that aspect of everyone that's on that service delivery side has to do a better job of explaining it. And also, the honest truth of it because we read these stories well you know facebook just got built and it's big or these guys everyone wants you to build become a software entrepreneur you know software is going to eat the world and now it's ai and all the rest of it but you know that's great but knowing how to do it properly knowing how to do it takes time and planning it properly specking it out so that you do get great results from whoever puts it together it takes a lot of time you know like if you and I, and I think the best thing for people to do is to step back and say, how long does it take to pick something off the shelf, wrap it, mark it up for postage and get to the post office and ship it or get the courier in? You know, when they're analysing their own business, they know those variables. They go, you know what, if we get, if we get a 30% increase in online sales, you know, courier costs go up, we have to plan that better, you know, people get frustrated that... They work that out because they see the direct impact. Mm. But when I buy the product and I get cranky about it, I, oh, why did it take so long? Or why have you got a shipping cost? So a lot of people try to explain that and, and you know, or they try to manage those uh, variables, so, you know. And, and But it's no different when you're doing something that you can't see. You know, a really good example is between you and you go, how do you do that CSS thing? And I go, well, I don't. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, and you go, oh, I tried to get it to do this. And you know, after 45 minutes, I gave up. And then the guy that does it all the time or the girl that does it all the time drops in and 12 minutes later, they've done it. So is it worth an hour of your time or is it worth 12 minutes of their time? Which one's it actually worth? That's right. What's the value? And so you should always look at it and say, how long does it, would it take me to do the same thing? Not, oh, that's just an easy thing to do. You know, like, yeah, I've got Photoshop. I could design the logo. Well, go ahead and do yeah. it. <laughs> that's that's right. And I mean, maybe and maybe that's the core of this, right? Do you respect the effort it takes? Um, is to stop and think about how long it would take you to do. How long did it take you to learn your craft, right? Mm-hmm. And think of all the tips and the tricks and the knowledge and the insight that you have that you give to your clients that gives you a competitive opportunity that allows you to deliver a better service to them. Think about it from the service provider's perspective or whatever that is. Because we, ultimately we're talking about, you know, doing things like marketing and whatnot. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's being more, is it, it just more uh, insightful, considerate, thinking about the other person, thinking about what's involved? Yeah, well, and, and you, I think you talked about realistic expectations a while back in this session. And, and that's the thing, like, 
last time we were talking about, you know, what's the return on investment you're going to get out of what are you doing? Like get a reality check on it. So mm-hmm. the flip side is what is it that you're actually trying to achieve that this that that you need this thing for? Whether you're doing it yourself or you're engaging someone else to do it, how important is it? So then that helps to create a value equation, right? So if you're selling, if you sell $100,000 machines, right, you know, whatever, and you want to sell two more of them a month, it doesn't sound like a lot, two more sales a month, two more leads a month that convert. So that might mean you get 10 leads from your web properties a month that, and you convert, you know, one in, um, sorry, two in 10. Um how much effort would you do if you had someone running around cold calling and doing it? You know, a full-time guy or girl mm. might be doing that work and you'd pay all this money. And, and I'm not trying to equate it to money, but as an expectation as a sales manager or whatever, you would go, they've got to do this many calls. You, know, you break it down into formulas and they're basically working 25, 30 hours a week on reaching out, networking, sending proposals, doing all this stuff. It's a lot of effort, right, mm. to get a few more sales every month. Why are you not thinking that way when you look at your online activity? You know, and not it's not a it's not about that. Oh, you'd spend the same money. I mean, there's an argument to say why wouldn't you? Then you know, like you can double your efforts, but you do like get really sophisticated. But how would you expect just to generate leads from an hour a week? You know, like if that's the effort you put in, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's the problem. Oh, well, I stuck it up there and it works, but you don't say that about the sales rep or the service manager. Oh, well, I just got them. Surely it just all takes care of itself. You have process. You understand that they actually expend hours to get it done. So if you want to sell these machines online, you know, you've got to invest time in improving the copy. If you're going to do the work to market them through social mechanisms or mm-hmm. you know, through uh, organic or paid ads, you don't just do the work four or five hours to set up the basic campaign and then not go back and look at it. You don't, you know, and, 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 and I think that, it does all come back to not understanding what happens under the hood. You know, people that run pay-per-click campaigns badly and then get someone good, they pay them to do it, but they don't really necessarily know that, you know, they're managing negative keywords, they're looking at stuff that hasn't performed well and removing it That's so right. that, you know, the cost per click stay down, the budget spends better, they're not reviewing landing pages. You just go, oh, the magic happened. So, yeah, it's a hard one, but I think if you want your online business to work better, which is what the podcast, what we're trying to do mm-hmm. is to get a really good respect for the amount of works it takes. And why is that, Ed? Why do they need a really good respect? Because then they can make <laughs> yeah, because then they can make really good decisions about can I invest the time? That's yeah, right. Or am I going to pay someone else to do it? That's and it. I know next week we're going to talk about the money side of the value equation, but that's why. So if you respect it really well, you then understand that's how it. to answer that question. That's it. You're right, and it leads to making better decisions um, because the people who don't respect it inevitably end up bitching and complaining about the price or the cost or the quote or the effort or the outcome um, without understanding what's involved, and they get a shitty result. Well, it took too long. Oh, I thought, yeah, because or they think, oh, the time it took. They go, oh, I thought you'd get it done today. It's like hmm. 30 hours a week. You know, like I think we saw you reference clients from hell. People that don't know what it is, clients from hell.com. Is a site where creatives put up conversations they have with clients that just befuddle you. Um, and, you know, like someone was, you know, someone, there's, there's one example of someone sent through a brief at 9 p.m. at night 
and then texted the the, the creative at 6 a.m. in the morning and said, you know, is the work done? <laughs> and they went, <laughs> well, first off, first off, it's like 18 hours work and it hasn't even been eight hours, 18 hours since you sent it. And, you know, no, we don't work that way. <laughs> so it's like, it, it's like, and you would think that you, your comment uh, about that site when you look at it is always, I can't believe people think that way or behave that way. But they do. That's it. And, you know, maybe that's, that's why that site exists because not enough people respect the effort it takes to do things. And that, that's truly, it is what it is. And, and I think it maybe come back to the point that they can't see what we do, uh, uh, you know, creative people or, or online people, because mm. it's like you said, it's not like building a house where you can sit and watch the poor bastard carry bricks up the, the, the wall. It's, it's voodoo stuff, according to that. And that, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, could be. What do you reckon, Daryl? I reckon more respect. More respect. For effort. More respect for effort. Understand the effort. Yeah. That's right. You reckon we're done for today? I reckon we are. Awesome. Well, that's it today. Thanks again for listening. This was a real good episode. I enjoyed this one. It's, they're, they're quite entertaining. Um, thank you for listening. We really appreciate having you along for this ride. If you want to see the show notes, get access to any resources we talk about, and get notified when the next episode goes live, visit bloodywebsite.com or subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcast or Stitcher. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps wonderful people discover this podcast and learn more. We hope to see you next week. We're going to continue this chat about my bloody website. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from him. <laughs>